Hello and welcome to the second podcast uh, for the sake of your health. Uh, I'm here, Paul Manford, with my wife Mary Rose. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Yep. Yep. It'll do. And um, we're going to try and go continue on from podcast one without as many hesitations. So there was a bit of a failure there Mm. already. So on the back of the first podcast, we're going to try and explain why we're podcasting and what this hopefully will bring to you. So I'm going to ask Mary Rose now, who is, after all, the expert, why are we podcasting? Okay, so we are podcasting as a way to share our, as much information to as many people as possible on about health. Yeah? Yep. Um, and that's because I, this is my, this is what I do. I run my own business as a health coach. Um, I work from the ancestral health paradigm. I try and teach people how food actually works in their body, um, how lifestyle affects health. Um, and, and, you know, by the end of the coaching process, uh, that people see a transformation in their own health um, and they learn. Oh, sorry, you want to say something? Well, I was going to say that this we're not doing it because it's an advert for your coaching business. No, but it's a passion. It's definitely a passion. So we come at it from a passion and the business has grown out of that. So you've done your training, yeah. uh, mostly in America or with yeah. the Americans. And um, so you come at it, as you say, from this ancestral paradigm. But this isn't this podcast isn't an advert for your, your website or your oh, coaching or whatever. I, you know, that's not... Um... Well, it, yeah. I mean, the point, the point being that people come to me like by the and by the end of a process, not only have they, you know, they all, there's a reason that people come to me. So they've tried all sorts of things. They've still got autoimmune issues. They've still got metabolic disorders. Nothing has helped. So they see it, you know, over 12 weeks, they see that improve. But they also have tools to live a healthy lifestyle, not necessarily fit or whatever else that is. We can discuss that in later podcasts, but a healthy lifestyle on informed choices, not choices that are handed down to us. They make their own choices and then it's up to them how they go forward. Okay, so on the back of that then, let's just get it out of the way. So where do they find you? So my website is maryrosehealthandnutrition.co.uk. That's Mary Rose, M-A-R-Y-R-O-S-E. And you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook at maryrosehealthandnutrition and the hashtag for the sake of your health great okay okay very good so moving on then the we decided between us that this podcast needed to try and explain really where our passions come from yeah and what our passion means so you've done a little bit about yourself and your coaching i would suggest that uh we've changed over to being f- fat burning basically as 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 our one of the main shifts and, yeah. and certainly okay. mm-hmm. as one of the, the, the you know the main changes now between 10 years ago and where we are now yeah so do you want to just give a bit more information on that then yeah yeah that's a, that's a pretty simple one isn't it so instead of um i've been actually writing about it and instagramming about it last couple of days because it's yes. been in the media yes um the the fact that we use fat for fuel rather than glucose. So anything that you eat that's carbohydrate, your body has to turn into sugars. 
yep. and that's how it gets its energy. Now, up until for the last 50 odd years, we've been taught that that is our primary fuel and that is how our body works best. And that, in fact, is bollocks. Yes. So basically, when you switch over from using glucose, which is a dirty fuel, I love the analogy of the fire. So if you imagine a campfire, when you're when you're burning glucose, you're constantly t- putting on little kindling sticks more and more and more, and they're kind of dirty little sticks, and and they're creating and you get a lot of smoke. Smoke and yep. and it's you know that's that's how your body burns that. And if you think of like I don't know Charcoal, a romantic probably well, no no that's I think a very if you probably, I suppose but if you imagine I like to imagine because you know I like Christmas so I mm. imagine like. <laughs> A big Yule log in a lovely old fireplace, and right, you, yeah. you know you've got the smoke and is on for hours. hours and hours and yeah. hours. You don't okay. you don't even have to think about it. Uh, yeah. It just sits there, burns evenly and yeah. cleanly. Yeah, that's a very good and analogy, actually. Thank you. Yes, I like and that. And that's so that that's what we do. That's how we burn. That's how that's how we get our energy. That's okay. Fine. Primarily. <clears throat> Primarily, and that was the start. Probably the, one of the main starting points to this whole change of our diet and our health and everything else because so much of the problems of modern life come from this carbohydrate insulin driven life yeah and i would also say that that is why it's uh why the mainstream media particularly is so anti-it because it's it it uh you're not supposed to use fat so no so they will anything that you say about it will be slammed basically so this this there's lots of stuff here we could go into because science is a habit of coming up with a hypothesis and then trying to prove it and years ago our old chum ansel keys was 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 part of this um they came up with the hypo he came up with the hypothesis that we should be low fat high carb and we spent the last 40 years trying to prove him right and it's only very recently and i would suggest it's with the advent of social media and information being much more freely available across social media and across your phones and everything else that people have started to question this and this whole thing of low fat high carb has come into question at all yeah and we're now beginning to see that actually if we go for a high fat diet lots of things that didn't seem to quite work very well when you were trying to use the ansel keys model yeah actually work fat is the most fantastic fuel for us and it's our natural fuel it has no virtually no effect on insulin i think i'm right in saying that and it is just the best fuel for us to be running on and certainly from our own point of view we have discovered that our lives are so much better being fueled by fat yeah uh, that's yes yeah. right well yes and and you know it's not like we're just we're we're plucking this out of thin air i as a as a health coach teaching this stuff i've got uh blood results to say that you know my inflammation my crp is negligible my triglyceride to hdl ratio is uh well within its healthy bounds you know there's nothing i, I there's nothing to hide so yeah. it's it's genuinely it's it's a genuine thing well, let's just pick up on that for a bit so i've also had my bloods done fairly recently and obviously my triglycerides and all the markers are are brilliant a1c's so, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so yeah. that that's the, the long-term yeah. measure of your inflammation isn't it uh, that's the uh, glucose over three months isn't it better than, yes. it's better than the snapshot so for all of you out there listening if you want to 
go down this route, it's very, very easy to prove using traditional science and traditional markers that your body is in a much better place. Yeah. And and it, 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 there's nothing special about it. There's nothing um, sort of woo-woo-ish about yeah. it. You go have a standard blood test, they give you the results, and hopefully, I say hopefully, like us, it'll tell you that you've, your inflammation's gone, your cholesterol well that's another that's a whole well, nother that's thing that's a whole nother thing and i think people i don't think I, I i guess in our sphere we're used to talking about inflammation but people don't understand maybe uh-huh. i'm not sure that the inflammation is the root of all uh Evil. disease a disease disease that's right yep 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 so if you've got low inflammation markers you are well on your way to health yes and that's probably going to have to be a whole nother topic yeah. at another time yeah so for anyone who's still listening after all the uh, ums ahs and anything else is is this is a massively complicated subject and nobody fully understands it no i think over the as i say over the last 40 years we've headed off in completely the wrong direction with this low carb no low fat high carb uh way of 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 healthy living and that's proved if you just look around the world with the obesity levels that does not work it really does not work you don't need to do experiments anymore you just need to look around it's general health it's not necessarily even obesity yeah um so so that's where we come from we've questioned it we think that we we've got a better answer and and that's what we're here to do isn't it is to Mm -hmm. try and spread the word now we don't Mm -hmm. know all of the answers nobody as no. i say will know but we we think we're headed down a much better route well you question don't you yes and that's really thinking and that really comes to the the, the the main thrust of today's conversation which is this whole thing um, oh, yeah. okay. of, of, of biohacking and what is biohacking um and i think mayor is now you're just going to just fire into some sort of yeah, I've got some titles. notes, so forgive me if it sounds a bit like I'm reading from notes. I'll try not to, but I have to get my head straight. So um, it's biohacking is do-it-yourself biology, um, and we call it, when we're talking about it, we'll say, oh, I did this, and N equals 1 said. So N, that N equals 1 is you, so you are the N, and the, the, yeah, the, the, and what and you're what putting, doing is, is the 1. You've experimented on yourself, yeah. isn't so it? You, sw- you can switch up and down what you're eating, what you're taking, um, anything to improve your health uh, and gain a, an advantage by optimising your biology. Um, and it can make you, if you do it right, obviously, it can make you healthier, smarter, faster, whatever you want. And you do, but you do get it wrong. So, you know, for for me, the I got it wrong when I was if you remember I was taking all of the minerals and things and it yeah. was just it just overloaded my system. Yeah. Um so I have to be very very careful with that kind of thing yeah. anyway because that's my weak spot. Um but then when you get it right, everything just kind of, you know, you do make those incremental changes that mean you're performing better. Yeah, and it's not rocket science. So <clears throat> No, me. but you listen to other people that have uh that have done a lot of research on your behalf kind of thing oh yeah, think, yeah well i'll give that a go and see yeah but it can be some very simple things oh, that yeah, you can yeah. do I see what you mean. so you you can start to take a supplement see if it has an effect yeah. for instance if it doesn't seem to have an effect stop taking that one yeah and and then maybe yeah. cast around to see if you need another one yeah so i would it's, it's come around recently that somebody i know has got trouble with his you know with with, with his guts uh-huh. and so my immediate thing is well the fuel that you're putting into yourself doesn't suit your body. Now, whether that's 
at the moment uh, like a high fat diet or a high meat diet or a high fish diet or a high veg diet or a I was going to say know this but it's probably not what you're excluding it's what you're taking in so whatever you're doing change it and and change it uh, you know dramatically and see if it has an effect and then once you've got some sort of change then you can try and hone in on what you think might or might not be yeah. you know the the most important aspects of it so you, you, you don't have to be a scientist you just have to be prepared to experiment that's all you have to do yeah just experiment yeah and and, and not think actually that um the nhs is going to save you i think in this country ah. that's like i think you uh well, no, we've come on to another topic. Well, which no, is, not necessarily. But that's so, what so, do you believe? Well, it's not even that. When you when you talk about biohacking, it's you taking responsibility. And yes, that is the Siamese cat. <laughs> he is part of the podcast, um, and he wants everyone to know. So I think you know you have to. It, it, biohacking is about taking responsibility, c- taking back control of your health. I think. Yeah, control yeah. of your health. So, yeah. so, so you've got gut's ache, and instead of going to the doctor and having all of this, and, and eventually being diagnosed with some kind of leaky gut. Well, they'll call it so they IBS. They don't even won't know they? what it is. They'll, yeah, exactly. They'll call it IBS because yeah. they don't know what it is, yeah. and then they'll give you. Basically, they'll just be experimenting with you yeah. on your behalf. Yeah. So, so you're going to be far better doing it yourself yeah. and taking. I think you have to take some responsibility for it, and, and we notice because we have a lot of. I would say contact, but we, we're influenced greatly by what's going on in America because we listen to all the well, that's, podcasts that's and everything else. All, yeah. And that's where it all started. Yeah. And because of the fact they have to pay for their health, they're yeah. much, much more interested and much yeah. more... Uh, well, it's almost their starting point is what can I do for Oi! myself sorry. before I have to go... He's, he's on my painting. I'm sorry. There we go. He's stopped now. Um, you stopped me in mid-flow. Yes, then. I did. Sorry. But he is part of the podcast. Bloody cat. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, they will, as a first thing, they'll see what they can do themselves because they yes. don't want to have to go to their doctor. They don't want to have to tell their insurance company that no. they've got this issue or that issue or any other issue because suddenly it's flagged up and they might be then be put on metformin or statins or one of these cure-all drugs yeah. that, the, that the insurance companies love to put you on and the doctors feel they have to put you on over yeah. there, it appears, yeah. because they have to be seen to be doing well, something. Well, ironically, and it could be their, their, their system, whilst ours is, is kind of like all paid for, um, and under stress that way because there isn't enough money for it. It's almost the opposite in the states is that their system is under stress because the, all of their health professionals have to make money for their insurance companies. So yeah. just like we only won't even get ten minutes with our GP, they won't get ten minutes no. with their um, doctor either. No, well, in fact, if you listen to it over there, you end up with a, just a few minutes with the doctor, but then you're palmed off to some yeah. sort of nurse or you, your bloods get taken yeah. in some sort of Which is where health AI look came at from, it. Because yeah. that's, they don't have the time and, it, and like so functional medicine doctors particularly, if they can if they can introduce another level of help, because functional medicine doctors obviously believe that it's all the whole, yeah. um, that's that's they can they can let you see a health coach yep. um and it, because most of the trouble comes stems from what you're eating and what you're doing it's it's a no-brainer yeah okay so you probably just need to hesitate a bit there because most people won't know what a functional medicine doctor is okay so it's somebody that that's that's mostly i mean if you're thinking about dr mccola um mark dr mark hyman um those probably are the two most uh, dr axe probably why well, i don't I, i'm not even sure he's would consider himself I don't know but these people have stepped out of the mainstream paradigm because they've worked out it's not working 
And so you look at the whole, you look at what's causing, what's the root cause of an issue, rather than trying to deal with it. Trying to deal with the symptoms. Yes. Because most yeah. medicine is so very it, good yeah. at, and everything's geared up around yeah. treating symptoms. Yeah. yeah. So a functional medicine doctor will look at why that's happening and, and solve it at the root. Okay. So you, and, and so the root of it would be to get some sort of optimization of sleep mm-hmm. for people, exercise, mm-hmm. and then obviously, from our point of view, diet. Yeah. Those are the three things that yeah. are very, very important to the way your body's working and how healthy how well, how everything you are. It, mm-hmm. it is just, you just have to do the three things. Yeah. A bit of a crisis there because the cat's decided to attack the television. That's right. we're done. We're fine. Okay, good. So, so we are on the three. Okay, which is, uh, so it's, and, and I was just trying to explain it to Paul earlier and, and he put stress in it, but I think stress, you know, you have to imagine that the umbrella is stress. So that's a covering sleep exercise diet yeah um and um so i always use the analogy of the stress bucket oh yes that's very good so we have a bucket that we walk around with um and depending on your sleep how much exercise you've had or not had what you're eating that bucket could be like just a nice eighth full and so Mm -hmm. there's room for actual stress like uh running from a saber-toothed tiger or whatever it is or you've had a really bad night's sleep you ate a load of crap the night before yeah. and your bucket's already overflowing so the start you know the, the, yeah. so that's that's the kind of thing so you know you want to optimize that bucket at all times keep it as low as possible keep the stress yes as low the as stress possible. bucket is very good isn't it yeah. and then i think as you get better at the whole biohacking you are that's that, that, that's what you're doing you're bringing down this bucket level mm-hmm. so that you've got less stress from all angles mm-hmm. whether it's relationships even whether yeah, it's your work whether it's important. the condition of your body uh it, it the whole thing just makes it a much less stressful event yes and that's also sort of self-perpetuating that's not the right word but as things improve so everything will improve because suddenly <clears throat> all right you're not so grumpy in the morning you get off to a better start the whole day that's can go pointed, better darling. yeah i just wasn't looking at you particularly but mm-hmm if the uh, cap fits um so the whole thing works well i'm just thinking about that because that is one of the things that you say is that you still can't get used to even however many years later is that i get up at a normal time in the morning and it's yeah and and life's quite normal yeah yeah whereas i couldn't even get out of bed or i didn't never even wanted to get out but that's what is interesting is that when you're not feeling well that's one of the first things that goes you are grumpy in the morning nice yeah that's all right i'm just saying that's all i'd say thanks so um, we've we whittled on a fair bit here. So where do we want to go now with sort of trying to close this up and, and maybe lead into where we would go next week? Well, we you what, what did we cross out? Because you wanted to talk about stuff and I said, oh, so mitochondrial function we can discuss. Yeah, so I think next time we probably try and look at how a little in a little bit more detail how modern science is telling us that our body works. Uh, and Biology. this is right down to the to the not even the cellular level, but to the atomic level, isn't it? We're yeah. now looking in in much more detail at, at how the body works. So I think there's massive amounts of information there that, with even if you don't understand it, I think it gives you a much better chance at trying to understand the effect that the foods, the stress, 
that sleep has on your body because your body is a this marvelous machine this fantastic machine which runs at a, at a cellular and a molecular level it is it's it's nuclear and there's not even nuclear physics what is it they say it, it, it's 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 just like the stars you know it's, it's a fantastic universe that we live in and we are just part of it and don't underestimate exactly how complicated we are so when we're trying to do some sort of easy fix to diet or or anything else about our body we're probably failing yeah. because we're just not accepting the fact that it is massively oh, complex and we've i found my our first podcast guest haven't i oh yes very exciting yeah. so, so yes a chap called frank vanderstock and he is a uh an anthroposophical gardener so if you don't know what that means you'll have to listen look it up more. or listen. a gardener that's probably an underestimating him isn't it um agriculturalist okay all right fine so it looks like we've we've finished here we've we've tried to explain the whole thing there is stuff that we missed out but i think you're probably right it's like it's too much yes cool so thank you very much for listening everybody and uh look out for podcast three yeah, uh, you're shouting again. And I'm shouting again. <laughs> yes, I got a bit excited there. So thank you very much. Okay, bye.